Shalom everybody, we are continuing with where we left off in the Kuta Alachot, section Orachayim, the laws of giving thanks, the blessings of thanksgiving, Birkat Hoda'a, discourse number 6, which is based on the Kutimah lesson 24, paragraph 11. Um, after Rav Nossin has showed us amazingly that the main way a person can be happy in this Galut is by drawing it from the future, and the future is compared to Shabbat. Right, that's the idea. And a person, by tapping into this joy of the future, he shines upon himself the tachlit, the ultimate goal where everything will be set good, everything will be happy and positive. And that's the only way a person can really draw joy into what he's going through presently. Because the bitterness of the present situation doesn't allow him to find the good in the situation itself to be happy about. So a person has no choice, no other alternative but to borrow the joy from the future. With all this said, Rav Nosen shows how this applies even on a smaller scale, of a week, a weekly scale, every week. Every week you have Shabbat. And Shabbat is Me'en Olam Abba, foretaste of the future. And the six days of the week connote the exile and the sadness that a person toils through during the week. And it's hard for him to be happy. So in this case also, a person has to draw in the joy from Shabbat already into Sunday. And especially Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, etc. So this is how Rav Nossin explains this point now. And he also brings in more other points which we'll find very use, useful in, in doing this, in our attempt to, joy, to, to bring in the joy of Shabbat. But first he goes into how we digress from the six days of the week into Shabbat. He says like this, Valken bechnisat Shabbat, therefore, based on all this, we understand this custom that at the, at the onset of Shabbat, when we begin to enter Shabbat on Friday late afternoon, towards the evening, that on that Friday afternoon, we must leave the weekdays and enter into Shabbat, which means, in other words, to leave the bitterness of the suffering and the challenges and the exile that are attached to, attached and connected to the six days of the week. It's part of their nature, believe it or not. And to merit from that, to leave and enter into the holiness of Shabbat, that the holiness of Shabbat represents, connotes freedom, cherut. Valken, so since we're going from 180 degrees, one extreme to the other, we need a type of a push, an additional push to do so. Rav Nosen goes back to what he mentioned earlier in the previous paragraphs of the custom today, which we saw is instituted by the Baal Shem Tov, and it's something which every Jew should do, Sfaradi Ashkenaz, it doesn't make a difference, because it's something which represents a healing, it's a healing advice here. This is why it is a custom you found it in the Hasidic Sidurim, for example, to recite chapter 107 before that mincha of Friday afternoon, before Shabbat. This chapter, like we said, and we saw many times already in this discourse, Psalm 107, that speaks about the four types of people who have to give thanks, like we went through, right? You remember? Chaim, which is Chavush. Yam Yisurim Midbar. 
those who traveled to the desert, those who were in, incarcerated in jail and came out, those who were deathly ill and came out, those who passed through the sea and, and came out, they all have to do Birkat HaGomel according to Halacha, right? That's what the Psalm speaks about, that's where they learned it from, Psalm chapter 107 of Tehillim. So we read this chapter, the whole chapter on Friday afternoon every week. In order, in order to draw upon ourselves already on Friday, which is the onset of Shabbat, it's still part of the six weekdays, which is connected to slavery, galut, bitterness, suffering, whatever you want to call it. We already want to draw upon ourselves to enter the holiness of Shabbat. We need this boost, this push. We say this psalm in order to draw upon ourselves the joy of thanksgiving, because that's what the whole psalm speaks about. Yodul Hashem Chasdov talks about the joy in giving thanks to Hashem for being saved in those four categories. We mention it to, in order to draw upon ourselves the joy of giving thanks, which anyways comes from Shabbat. It's from the idea of Shabbat. We're already drawing it upon ourselves already early in the Mincha prayer before Shabbat. And, and that is that is the idea of the future world, the taste of the four future world, like we mentioned earlier. Likutei Moran uh, lesson 2 of part 2 of the Kutim Ryan, he goes into this, that giving thanks is the attribute, is the category of the world to come, to give thanks. And we really draw upon ourselves this by saying that this chapter, Hodu, on, before the onset of Mincha, before Shabbat. So that we merit to the joy of thanksgiving, which we activate by saying, Psalm Tehillim 107, so that we merit through this to merit to come out of the concept of the exile of the six days of the week, the working days, and to merit to the holiness of Shabbat. The holiness of Shabbat connotes the opposite of the weekdays, which is slavery, exile. Shabbat, the world to come, corresponds to, connotes freedom. Because the essence of being a ben chorin, a free person, is joy. Like it says, Bechinat, like this verse we brought many times already, Isaiah chapter 55 verse 12, like it says, For the, the prophet says, and Isaiah says, For with joy you will leave the exile. Meaning joy is the opposite of the exile. Exile is sadness. Joy is redemption, freedom, geula. Because he says, Rav Nosim, Kiha Beha Talya. One is dependent on the other. He explains. Kol Masha Galut Midgaber Chasashalom. So much as the exile overpowers a person, the, sad, the, the, the difficulties and suffering that a person goes through in exile, God forbid. So too, the sadness and depression also become elevated and overpower and overcome a person. Because like we said many times already, the essence of exile is what? Is that it brings a person to sadness. That's the essence of exile, that a person is sad. He can't be happy. That the sadness overpowers, overcomes the heart of Israel, the heart of the Jewish people and doesn't let their hearts to be happy and then vice versa, it's like, it's like a vicious cycle 
וכל מה שהעצבות מתגבר, and so much as the sadness now becomes overpowering due to the exile of the suffering and difficulties and challenges, so then, הגלות מתגבר כאן יסקלם, this makes the exile even worse. In other words, exile leads to sadness, sadness leads to, leads to further exile, further exile leads to further sadness, and it's a vicious cycle, chas v'shalom, keeping a person trapped, God forbid. Okay? This is why a person shouldn't be stupid, a person shouldn't fall into the trap, a person must strengthen himself, you know, do your maximum and even more than that to bring joy to your soul using any possible advice. Like as Rabbi Nachman himself mentions this, you can see this in Likutei Moran, section 2, Tinyana, lesson 24. That a person has to do everything, even acting silly, even to resort to telling jokes, in order to bring himself to be besimcha. Because it's so dangerous, the exile and the sadness that it causes, and the vicious cycle that it it leads into. Al ken tzrichin... בכל פעם להזכיר את עצמו בחינת קדושת שבת שהיא עולם החירות כנזכה This is why it's so important in order to have a simcha attitude during the six weekdays, during the exile, right? In order to prevent the sadness from overpowering us. This is why every time, every moment, a person has to remind himself about the concept called the holiness of Shabbat, which is the world of freedom mentioned above you have to always connect to Shabbat mode world to come mentality like we said earlier to, to connect to the Tachli that everything's going to be good everything is going to be positive and to, to dwell on it to focus on it and to, to ponder on it you know to, to, to think about it and roast on it if you want to say in order to draw the joy of Shabbat into the weekdays which is a necessity, he's saying. Like as has been explained by Rabbi Nachman elsewhere, you can see Likutei Moran, section 2 also, Tinyana, lesson 17. And now Rodosan shows you how this is hinted to in the Gemara itself. And this is what it says in the Gemara. This is the idea of what it says in the Gemara, the tractate, Masechet Beitzah, page 16a, where it talks about the differences between Shammai and Hillel, how they would prepare for Shabbat. It says about Shammai, Mechad b'Shabbat l'Shabbat. That already from Sunday, the first day of the week, he would prepare anything good that he would find, he would set it aside for Shabbat. And then if any other day, or on that same day itself, if we would find something better, so he'd push aside what he originally set aside, and use that now, and with the better thing that he had now, he would use it for Shabbat. That way, Shammai was always eating on Shabbos mode. Okay? And the Gemara, even though Hillel was always halachas like Hillel, but this attitude of Shammai is praised very, very much because a person in his life also comes across these scenarios that whatever you have good, already from Sunday, you set aside for Shabbat. So if Nosen's pointing out the fact that the sages learned this idea, that from Sunday already, you're thinking about Shabbat by being on, on alert. Anything good comes your way, you set aside for Shabbat. Mean your, means, mean, means your eyes already opened to Shabbat already on Sunday. You're thinking about Shabbat 
on Sunday, even though the Gemara is referring it to mean looking for items that you have something good, keep it aside for Shabbat. Something better, now use that for Shabbat, okay? But the, the fact that the, the, the sages bring this down and praising Shammai for this attitude, and what it means also is the person like Shammai was always thinking about Shabbat. Because if he's on the lookout for things for Shabbat, that means his subconscious and his conscious mentality were awakened and opened to the availability and awareness that Shabbat is around the corner. So meaning, this is what we're trying to say, already from Sunday you are technically thinking about Shabbat. Okay, that's what he says, Revelation. That's what the Gemara hints to here. Okay, this is alluded to the Gemara. וזה בחינת מחד בשבת לשבת שצריכים להמשיך על עצמו שמחת שבת גם בימי החול וכנזכה להם. רב נוסן says, if you are thinking already about Shabbat and Shabbat represents freedom, the world to come, joy, that means you're already drawing the joy of Shabbat into the weekdays. And that's what you need to do in order that the weekday should not get drowned and sunken into sadness, because that is the tendency of the weekdays. They're exiled, technically. And the tendency is for a person to go from A to B, which sounds from the exile, that it leads to suffering of the exile, the, the challenges, that it leads to sadness. And then the sadness, Chas brings to more exile, and more exile brings more sadness, etc. And it's a vicious cycle. To break it, to not get trapped in this, in this domino effect, you, you bring in Shabbat already on Sunday, meaning in the weekdays you have the awareness of Shabbat mentality, which is happiness, and that way you're able in the weekday to shine the light of Shabbat, the joy into the weekday, so that way you can be always happy, B'zat Hashem. So what Rosen did for us here is show us how even in then general Chazal, in the teachings, you can find this idea. But again, he went to also use this to show that this explains the transition on Friday afternoon, why it's so important to say Hodu, to leave the weekday mentality and to enter into Shabbat. As if to say, you need an extra boost to go 180 degrees from the weekday sadness exile mentality to the joy of Shabbat. It's necessary, especially in these last generations, like you mentioned that term earlier, that we're so weak, we need an extra push, which is what the Baal Shem Tov instituted of chapter Psalm 107 on Friday afternoon. You should try it out. It's an amazing way to leave the weekdays and enter into Shabbat. Already before Kabbalat Shabbat, you already have a, sap, a happy attitude due to Psalm 107. Just to let you know, in most breast of shuls, they say Hodu with a lot of intensity. They say this Psalm 107 before Mincha with a lot of exertion and energy. People are mamash saying it with all their hearts and feeling the exile of the week and the joy of being freed from it. B'zat Hashem.